Welcome to the Spiritual Singer Podcast. I'm Jess, your friendly neighborhood dubro medium and recovered skeptic, here to explain the unexplainable, to dive deep into spiritual concepts, to educate, inspire, and empower you. Whether you're just dipping your toes into the water of woo-woo or fully underway in your spiritual journey, trying to find your place. Grab an espresso, a wine, or whatever you need to get ready. It's about to get spiritual. In today's episode, we're going to figure out, are you in a rut, bro? Using my recent experience to help you get out of your funk, find yourself, and make sure it doesn't happen again with my four-step method. Ready? Grab a wine or a coffee or whatever you need. Let's go. What is a rut? I actually Googled this because I was really curious just where the origins of the word came from and it's a long deep track made by the repeated passage of the wheels of vehicles or a habit or pattern of behavior that has become dull and unproductive but is hard to change and i think i mean that's exactly what it is thanks google shout out never have to think again but it makes so much sense. It's it's the thing of the path less taken, right? It's the thing that we look at it and we see that it's harder to do these things, but we've just been doing the same thing for so long. It almost doesn't matter if it's working for us or not. It's just what we've been doing, so we continue to do it. When we find ourselves in this situation, it's not something that happens overnight. It starts with you feeling on top of the world, taking care of yourself, drinking your water, eating your vegetables, meditating, taking your vitamins. Then it's one missed yoga session, saying yes when you want to say no, letting your negative thoughts run wild in your head until they add up. You don't feel like yourself. You're reacting to things and blowing up at your loved ones. You're resorting to alcohol and other coping mechanisms you thought you got rid of. And you look in the mirror and you're like, what the F did I do? This can also be called falling off the wagon, self-sabotage, feeling meh. Whatever you want to call it, we need to figure out how to make sure it doesn't happen again. How does this happen? The first thing is that it doesn't really matter why. The why doesn't matter. How you got there doesn't matter. We are all human. We're spiritual beings having a human experience. This kind of thing happens to everyone. We don't need it to mean anything about us. There are a million reasons that this could happen. Some common ones are old beliefs about yourself. You leveled up and your ego is trying to keep you safe. Um, As well as like situational things going home being with family being around people that you haven't hung out with in a while a stressful job stressful co-workers like just essentially being around energy that doesn't really serve you anymore now i'm gonna keep this part really brief because like i said it really doesn't matter why you ended up there right we all know this feeling we all know what it feels like to be on top of the world and then start skipping the gym and then start eating a bag of chips every night. We all know that feeling. I mean, if you don't, then that's really great. This probably isn't so useful for you. 
<laughs> and maybe I can interview you for uh, my next podcast. But most humans on the world have been through this cycle before. And so now we're going to create a new cycle. And this cycle is going to make sure that we never end up here again. So step one of this fourth step method is to just acknowledge. Acknowledge what we're feeling. When we name our feelings out loud, we're taking away 50% of their power. That's a real psychological fact. A therapist told it to me. I never Google checked, but I'm going to believe her. She was a doctor. Just acknowledging the fact that like, okay, I don't feel my best right now. I feel like a bag of shit. I'm not doing the things that I know will help. And this is where I am right now. Not saying I'm going to change tomorrow. Not saying I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm a bag of shit for doing this. And oh my God, why can't I get out of this? What's wrong with me? No, it doesn't mean anything. You're just, okay, this is where I am right now. Which brings us to step two, accepting and thinking. Because acknowledging is just seeing like, okay, here's this thing. And it is, right? Here is this fact. This is where I am accepting is like this is where i am and that's okay every experience that doesn't feel good offers us clarity and knowledge when we know what we don't want we get more clear on what it is that we do want and that's something to have gratitude about so how can we accept okay this is not where i want to be right now i am not feeling my best self And yet I am still worthy of love and acceptance. And I still have gratitude because I see. I might not see what it's going to teach me right now, but I see that this is a learning opportunity. This is a, a chance to grow. The real difference here is that acknowledging is just like, okay, I'm having a feeling, whatever that feeling may be. Whether you're feeling anxious or lazy or left out, abandoned, whatever it is, that information is going to be important for later. Now, how you do that doesn't really matter. If you want to get your journal out and dive deep into these thoughts, like usually when we give ourselves a great tool for this step is to set a timer for yourself and just let yourself have a pity party let your negative thoughts run wild and write them out and observe them because oftentimes we can boil those ideas and feelings and thoughts down all to one thing right that's step one just okay this is where i'm at i feel like i'm the worst human on the earth for not being able to get up at 7 a.m every day and work out i don't feel like i'm putting enough effort in my work with my kids with my business with school, whatever it is, we need to to be at that step first. I realize that acknowledging and acknowledgement and acceptance can seem like one step, but there's a big difference. We're just saying, this is where I am. I, I acknowledge that this feeling exists and this is how I'm feeling right now. Accepting is okay. This is okay. This doesn't mean anything about me. And in that acceptance, we can find the gratitude, right? So it's accept and think. From those feelings and with this 
new perspective that you've gotten through your acknowledgement of your feelings and maybe your deep dive that's that's kind of optional right because i know that it can be scary to dive deep into your shadows i mean if you're listening to this podcast you've probably done enough work on yourself that you know if you don't ever dig into those shadows you are probably not going to grow very far but we'll talk about that another day (laughs) um from that acknowledgement and possible excavation of your feelings exploration of your feelings and our acceptance and our gratitude and our knowledge that we are worthy of love and good things then we move on to the actual action of change but this isn't your usual i'm gonna get up tomorrow and start training for my 5k right we have to figure out what exactly is it that needs to change and this one gets a bit sticky because we all jump to you know i'm gonna work out for an hour a day and eat one broccoli a day but that's just another form of sabotage that's just leading yourself back into the same circle setting yourself up for goals that are unattainable will just lead to failure your brain likes this because it's an affirmation of whatever negative beliefs you have i'm gonna say that again (laughs) setting yourself up for super unattainable goals will just lead to failure and your brain likes this because it's an affirmation of your negative old beliefs i know you don't believe me (laughs) you're definitely saying i did not ask for this but your subconscious did right whatever that old limiting belief is whatever is underneath all of the chatter in your brain i'm fat i'm poor i just can't change this is never going to work out for me a long time ago somebody planted this idea in your head and beliefs are just repeated ideas so whatever this belief was i'm bad with money nobody will ever love me i'll never fit in i'm fat you had this idea one time or maybe somebody gave it to you and it was shown to you over and over and over in some way or another you were given proof that that was true and so by setting these unattainable goals you're just giving yourself more proof you're literally helping i don't want to say the bad guy because it's literally all within you but you're helping your saboteur your inner saboteur win this is what i meant earlier when i said the why doesn't matter it doesn't matter why you fell into these habits what's beneficial to us is the what is the belief that i am feeding this will explain why you're engaging in these coping mechanisms right so the why that's important is not why am i like this not why am i here it's what am i protecting what wounded part of myself is searching for affirmation right now because that's why we are engaging in these not so ideal behaviors whatever they may be right usually when we get right down to the root of what it is what what is this belief that you're feeding what is this belief that you're trying to affirm it can explain why you're engaging in these coping mechanisms usually when you unblock that the mechanisms go away by themselves right 
because everything is a coping mechanism. Whether we're talking about EFT tapping or meditation or drinking a bottle of wine, not all of them have the same short and long-term benefits, but they are all coping mechanisms. So I'm going to use an example. Let's say you have the belief, I am unsuccessful. For whatever reason, maybe some kid in the sixth grade told you that your science project sucked and you would never get anywhere. Maybe your singing teacher told you you'd never amount to anything. Or a teacher in school told you you'd never learn how to read. Whatever it was, and whatever it snowballed into being through your life, right? So we're starting with this belief, I am unsuccessful. Then you're going to try and shame yourself into changing, right? You're going to say, oh my God, I'm the worst. I can't believe I did this. I'm so lazy. All I do is sit on the couch and eat Netflix. I'm the worst. Tomorrow's not going to be like this. And you say, tomorrow I'm going to get up at 6 a.m. I'm going to read seven self-help books. I'm going to go for a run. And that's what's going to make me successful. You're not going to keep any of those goals because they're not realistic. That's just not going to happen. Not even Tony Robbins does all that stuff. Let's get real, right? You are not going to change because you try to invite a whole bunch of stuff onto yourself that you don't even know is going to help make you successful. So you're not going to change. You're not going to become successful. And now you've just fed the belief. So your brain is happy either way, right? Because, I mean, if you win, then you are successful, right? But if you fail, which is... Unfortunately, in this case, more likely, then you're feeding this old belief and our ego, our brain, our mind machine loves to be safe. It doesn't want to try something new and scary. It wants to stay safe. That makes sense, right? So this is why in this step, instead of diving straight into here's all the things that are wrong with me, I want you to envision and describe in a way that is clear what it is that you want. What does your highest self look like? In Stoicism, they call this the sage, the ideal self, right? Then from that picture, you can think about the small habits you can change to bring yourself closer. And this is interesting because this will be better. This will be different for everybody. Like don't let TikTok trick you into, oh my God, waking up at 5 a.m. and drinking a green juice and going for a run will make me happy. Like, no, not everybody wants the same things. And so it's really important here to dive deep and realize what is it that you want exactly, right? Not, I'm unsuccessful. Like, that's so generic. What does that mean? What does success look like for you? Where is it exactly that you want to end up? If we use the example, I'm fat, okay, is waking up tomorrow morning and promising yourself you're not going to eat anything all day going to help? No, you're just going to end up eating a bag of chips at night and starting from zero. But if we have this belief, I'm fat, and we say, okay, we go to step one and we say, I acknowledge that I feel that I'm fat. That's okay. I see that. That's there. We accept it and we say, okay, I'm having this feeling. It doesn't feel good, but... I can accept that this is a belief that was given to me when I was younger and then shown to me over and over again in my life. It makes sense that I feel that way right now. And I'm grateful to see that now. I'm grateful to be offered this opportunity to learn and to change. 
And then we step into this change. Well, okay, do I actually think I'm fat? What is it that I want to change? What do I want my body to look like? What do I want my body to feel like? Right? Am I unsuccessful? What does that mean? What does it mean to be successful? What do I want my business to look like? How can I create habits around that? And so now instead of setting your alarm at 5am, maybe you will go for one extra walk this week. And then maybe next week it'll be two. Maybe you'll read one self-help book this month. Maybe it'll be four this year. Maybe you'll make one investment instead of three. Maybe you'll hire a coach to help you around your money mindset. Maybe you'll start a side hustle. As long as these habits are things that you think you're actually going to do, right? Let's say with this fat belief, you feel you're fat. Okay, we already know that shaming ourselves into picking a goal that's too big is just setting ourselves up for failure. So it's better to mix in one salad a week or one extra water bottle or one extra walk than it is to go on the most extreme diet of your life why because when you do these things when you keep these promises to yourself and you're successful this is feeding the new beliefs that you're trying to create and this forms new neural pathways in your brain and gets you where you want to be sustainable change so if you promise yourself that you're going to go for one walk and you go for that walk you're doing way more than promising yourself you're going to go for 10 even if you go for five of them, because in that case, you've still failed, right? We need to feed these new beliefs that we want to create into ourselves. So let's say you decide that your sage doesn't want to feel fat. Your highest self, you're like, no way. She, he loves to move their body. He loves to go on walks. She loves yoga. This is what makes them feel really good. And so I'm going to bring that into my week this week because that's what my highest self would want. Doesn't sound so hard, does it? Sounds like a lot more fun. (laughs) Now, when we bring in these new habits, here's here's the really tough part. Here's the toughest part. How do we make sure that this stays this way? The upkeep. I have three tips. Tip one, be really honest be really honest with yourself it is so easy to skip meditation and journaling and movement and all of these things that you know will help you it's so easy to just let your mind wander to dive into all negative thoughts to keep those beliefs to keep those safety blankets and not really be there not really be present with yourself It's easy to see the dishes and not do them. But we're learning that this thing is a cycle. So when these things start happening to you, I invite you to go back to step one, to the acknowledgement. And to just be so honest with yourself. Anything from I'm feeling lazy right now, but I know I'll feel better if I do the dishes or my head's in a dark place right now and I deeply love and accept myself anyways. EFT EFT tapping is a great skill to use here and if you're not sure what that is, I can talk about it on a future episode. But this upkeep, this 
honesty, this bringing yourself back to the acknowledgement, okay, this is where I am. With as much honesty as possible, not, oh, it's been a rough week, but I'll get to it next week, right? That's our favorite, but you're not going to get to it next week. And so just accepting that and saying, okay, this isn't working. I acknowledge that this is not working right now. This is how I'm feeling. Something's got to change. And I'm the only one who can make that change happen. Tip two is planning. Planning for your goals. This is why I love to keep track of the moon cycles because it gives me a date with myself to really just check in. And when I show up with full and rawness, raw honesty, then I know exactly where I'm at. So, you know, tip two needs tip one a bit, but I like to use the moon cycles. You don't need to do that. Some people use like the business quarters or you can have a monthly check-in, a weekly check-in. Some people even like to do a daily check-in. I guess if you have like a daily journal practice, that is sort of a check-in, but I don't always dive into everything when I journal every day. So you need to explore here and find what works for you. Or this is a great place that... Like this is a great reason to hire a coach, right? These are the things that I do with my clients. I help them discover what the negative beliefs are and then we create a sustainable plan together to make the changes that they're looking to make. My last tip is patience and compassion. And before you roll your eyes, this shit's real. (laughs) Like you're never going to hate yourself into a new belief a new job a new body it's just not gonna happen you're gonna do it by being open and honest and having patience and compassion for yourself and saying okay this did not go that well but i know what to do i have my four steps i just go back to step one and i just keep doing it with love and kindness in my heart the last thing i want to add is do not underestimate the power of getting a third party trained person to help you out in these situations right people ask me when should i come for a reading well if you're feeling this way coming to a reading will give you clarity on what are these beliefs that are holding you back how can you get past them right and it can affirm the things that you're already thinking. It can help you figure out what your next steps are, right? Like readings are so powerful. If that's not for you, you're not there yet, then how about hiring a coach? It is a service I offer, but it doesn't have to be me. Hiring a trained coach can help you make a plan, see the plan through, and also it keeps you accountable to your goals, right? Not only do you have this person who is laying out the steps in front of you, but they're going to help you see them through and make sure that you're doing it, right? And just like as a psychological thing, we are so much more likely to change a habit and stick to it when we have invested some kind of time and money to it, right? Which could be as simple as setting a date with yourself in your day book, but sometimes we do need that extra accountability and extra commitment of hiring somebody that was my last tidbit if you do feel like that's a step for you and you want me to be that person you can check out my website in the show notes and and that is all i hope you enjoyed this episode if you did please like subscribe share your mom, your dog, whoever you think that this could help out. And if you have any questions, any at all, you know where to find me. See you next week.